The Dental Amigos are excited to announce the most fun, the most friendly, and the most nacho-filled CE course in the history of dentistry. Join Paul and Rob on Friday, September 21st, and Saturday, September 22nd in Philadelphia with Dr. Pasquale Venuti all the way from Italy. Pasquale will be sharing innovative ways to save teeth that usually need to be extracted, along with mind-blowing techniques to improve your Class II restorations. Our signature Friday night social event will bring you face-to-face with the Amigos, as well as dentists from all over the country. Make new friends, learn, and have fun. Isn't that what Dental CE should be about? We are doing CE right. The Amigo way, the Nacho way. Register now at thedentalamigos.com. Doing CE the right way, the Nacho way, the Amigo way. Register at thedentalamigos.com, and we'll see you in September. Welcome to the Dental Amigos podcast with Dr. Paul Goodman and attorney Rob Montgomery. Taking you behind the scenes of the dental business world, all the things you didn't learn in dental school but wish you had. Rob is not a dentist and Paul is not a lawyer, but since Rob is a lawyer, we need to tell you that this podcast is for informational purposes only and shouldn't be considered legal advice. Listening to this podcast does not and will not create an attorney-client relationship. As is always the case, you should formally consult with legal counsel before proceeding with any legal matter. Learn more about The Dental Amigos at www.thedentalamigos.com. And now, here are The Dental Amigos. Hello, everyone. I'm Rob Montgomery, and I'm joined, as always, by the head nacho himself, Dr. Paul Goodman. Great to be here with you, Rob. Thanks for being here, and welcome to another episode of The Dental Amigos. Today, we're doing, joined by James Roman. Uh, for over 12 years, Dr. James Roman has been involved in online marketing for healthcare professionals. Since 2007, he's used online marketing to promote his and others' healthcare businesses. After 11 years in private practice as a chiropractor, uh, he sold his highly successful private practice in Atlanta to move out to Denver, Colorado and start iVelocity Marketing. Over the past seven years, iVelocity Marketing has grown from a one-man operation to a team of 20 highly skilled marketers, and it was recently listed on Inc. Magazine's 500 Fastest Growing Companies in the U.S., in addition to online marketing, he provides personal business consulting and coaching to several healthcare facilities and small businesses. And now, without further ado, here's James Raymond. Welcome, Amigo, and thanks for being on the show. Thanks so much, Rob. I appreciate it. Uh, Rob and Paul, thanks for having me on the show today. I'm super excited to talk about uh, you know 10xing people's implant and full arch procedure sales. So thanks for having me. Yeah, we're excited to have you. I mean, I know this is something that's really near and dear to uh, to Paul's heart and feel strongly about the use of, of implants and in, in growing If I practice. could, I would just eat nachos all day and do implants all day. I don't need, I don't need a lot of variety. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty much the only thing goals, that I see in the right? Yeah, those are my life goals. Nach- nachos and implants. I'd like to combine them in one sort of center. I just need to get you know the health department on board. Um, so uh, yeah, thanks for being here with us, uh, James. And we really appreciate uh, that you and uh, Green Sky Financial are going to be one of our top sponsors for the Dental Amigos coming up in uh, September 21st and 22nd. Uh, we still have some space available at thedentalamigos.com, especially for our uh, live stream audience. What's kind of cool about this C course is um, we've nearly sold out the live tickets, uh, James, close to 100 uh, dentists attending, but we'll live stream the event uh, to anyone who would wow. like to watch from the, I always say, from the comfort of your home or phone, you know, so uh, we did that with a recent event, so that was uh, uh, really cool. And we appreciate you guys That's sponsoring. Incredible. We're 
we're proud to be sponsoring you guys, and we're super excited to be there as well. And what you guys are going to talk about just fuses so well together. But I like to start with a hard, hard-hitting question. Uh, if I came out to Denver, Colorado to visit, where would we go for nachos, and what's your uh, favorite topping? <laughs> oh my God. All right. Um, favorite topic is guacamole. I love guacamole on my tacos. Um, damn. You, you, with a place that I would go to, um, mm, I can't, I can't, uh, favorite restaurant for nachos here. Well, I would, there's a, there's a tremendous amount of, like, despite, uh, not being known for, for its food, Denver is actually a pretty good foodie town. So, um, I would have to say, I would take you to, uh, the place up the street. I, I can't, uh, Paul, I'll come and visit. No, no, no problem. I like I like nondescript places. So you know, I like uh, all types of tacos. I also like the guacamole is a popular for, uh, favorite topping, and uh, the avocado is truly the uh, Cinderella of the food. You know, with by itself, it's just a pile of green mush. But when put into guacamole, it's a real star. So I've always uh, it really noticed is. That. It really is. <laughs> it's a popular two for two. You're Gary Takas, yeah, yeah. Guacamole. Gary, yeah, yeah. So it's it. top, top, you're, top. Uh, you're in good company. Good James. company there. Um, hey James, so you know you've have a, a very interesting background, and you know it's so yeah. to say to our, our listeners too, it's sort of a it's a common theme that I'm seeing that a lot of people that are really successful in the industry uh, and in their businesses come to the business world in a very different way. You know that yeah. they're not just kind of going through the lockstep, moving up the ranks. You know they're they're coming from different types of businesses, doing different things, different yeah. ways, and I think. That's truly how innovators are, are born, whether we're talking about Gary Takis, Mark Costas, and now, you know, obviously reading your bio and getting to know you a little bit more, you bring a very uh, diverse background to, to what you do. So tell us, you know, I want to hear a little bit about what your background is. And then specifically, I'll ask you first, like, how did you get out of the chiropractor practice and then into, into marketing? Like, what drove that decision for you? I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll share that with you guys. Um, you know, I, I started like everybody else was. I was fresh out of school, thought I knew everything, <laughs> thought I was, you know, going to know everything about practice and get started and just be able to ramp up and have a successful business. And luckily, I had a really good mentor that spent the time and energy to kind of like tell me, you know, really tell me how business was run. And he spent a lot of time with me from the get-go talking about marketing and promotions, you know, and... and it took me, you know, maybe one or two years of struggling as I was getting, you know, as I started as an associate and independent contractor until I finally about three years into it realized, oh, marketing and promoting my, my business is an essential part of the business. It's one thing to run the practice and to treat patients, but I have to make sure that I have patients coming into the office for me to be able to treat. And, you know, I remember I, I, I sat there about three years in and I realized that, like, I, I, I had more confidence in my business and I felt better about my overall uh, practice when I had more new patients coming in. And any time those sources started to dry up and I had less patients coming in, I usually had less self-confidence, I had more stress, and I just didn't feel better. I didn't feel good about my business. And so... Um, that is when I really took off in practice success and in business success. It's when, when I really kind of keyed in and realized, like, all right, if I learn how to promote my business and market my practice, that I could be successful not only in, you know, in, in chiropractic practice, but in anything that I do. And so years later, after I got into my own business, I started, um, you know, 
becoming a student of marketing and promotions that ultimately led me to uh, selling my business after about 11 years of practice and starting the marketing agency. That's cool. And so the marketing yeah. that you do is is very niche marketing. So you, you just don't, yeah. it's not even just dental marketing, it's really specific marketing for implants for dentists. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, that's it. That's really what we've keyed in on. I, um, you know, I've, uh, we, we started working with dentists about three and a half, four years ago. We started right from the get-go marketing dental implants uh, and full watch procedures. And the reason why is we, we knew that um, these were more cash-centric or, or fee-for-service services that, that regardless of what insurance coverage, if somebody needs implants, in most cases, it's usually something that they're paying out of pocket for. And what I wanted to really, and the reason why we kind of keyed in and focused on that is we wanted to make sure that the offices we were working with were able to um, be more successful, not depending on insurances. That's that's pretty much the key ingredient of most, no matter what type of services that we, what type of markets that we service, whether it's uh, working with a stem cell regenerative office, a dental practice, or a chiropractic office, most of the services that we market are, are fee-for-service cash services. What happens there, and I see that, you know, and I was just, this happened in my practice yesterday, uh, more than one time. The interesting part, because we were talking with other people on our podcast about, you know, some of the challenges with PPOs and things like that for traditional uh, general dentistry, the cool thing about implants is that uh, the cases are so large in, in how much they yeah. cost and that even that could just be six thousand dollars to sixty thousand dollars that my catchphrase yeah. the nacho catchphrase is uh i say this all the time to my patients and they get it just i say think about paying the full price and your insurance is just a small coupon and they totally Absolutely. get that and it just changes the conversation and their thought process and they at least understand it doesn't mean they're going to do every case but I just yeah. am able to, I mean, for years, people, dentists would say, what your patients would say, what does my insurance cover? What happens here? And I would dig into it. Then you realize, you know, the maximums are so small that they don't really have any impact on the financial piece of an implant and, case. And I, and I think the biggest shift that I've seen over the last, you know, I've been in, I've been in the industry, the healthcare industry for 16, 17 years now, and just in marketing over the last seven what I've seen is that shift from, it really has been a big shift, not just in dentistry, but in other fields as well, where people just assume that they're gonna be having to pay out of pocket for the services. They, they, they are starting to realize, uh, and really mo more recently over the last few years, that insurance is just gonna cover a small percentage, um, you know, just the bare essentials, you know, essentially emergency type of treatment. But if it's anything that's elective or, or they're usually going to have to be responsible. And I think I think what we're seeing in the industry is that most patients now just realize that that's part of what they have to be responsible for. And it's a very good point. And I educate the residents and some of the people who I work with through transitions that processing insurance is not just the adjustment of the insurance. You're also uh, paying your team a lot of money to deal oh, with insurance. Yeah. And it's, it can yeah. be, it, I mean, it's... um mind-blowing that sometimes you can uh, spend, you know, four, five, six hours of your top uh, patient care coordinator's time for a claim yeah. that's $300. That's why, you know, I'm excited to be talking about implants here because it just takes that out of the picture a lot of times and it has its own challenges. Yeah. I mean, what have you found works best uh, in regards to marketing and having, you know, practices really multiply their implant sales in a meaningful way? Okay, so there's there's it really breaks down into three components. It's how you market, you know, and how you promote for those services. 
Um, then the second thing is how you sell those services. And then the third is, you know, making sure that you have, if you're going to be moving to a fee for service model and doing more of these bigger cases, you've got to have, um, you've got to have the financing options in place, uh, for patients to be able to afford the care and then finance that care. So if you're, I will just break down just from a marketing standpoint. From a marketing standpoint, what we found, especially for these implant cases, is that you've got to use a platform that is going to allow you to educate them and build a connection with them over a period of time. Uh, most of the, the thing that these big cases have in common is that they, they need a tremendous amount of care. And patients that usually need these understand that they're, they're generally going to be expensive. So if you're talking about a $20,000, anything over 10,000, you know, anything that's 10 to 12,000, $15,000 case price, you've got to, you've got to use a system or a marketing and promotions that can spend time building that relationship and, and rapport and then educating them about how good you are. And, you know, we've run marketing on AdWords and Facebook. Our, our, our agency, we manage over $400,000 a month in ad spends. Uh, between Facebook and AdWords. And for the implant field and full arch field, there's really nothing better. You know, having the experience in, of running all these ads every month, there's nothing better than Facebook. Um, we've, we've, we've run AdWords campaigns and Google, if you're not familiar with that, Google pay-per-click ads. We've run those for implant and full arch procedures and we run Facebook. And there's nothing better um, that nothing better to build rapport and connection with somebody and then educate them than using Facebook and then Facebook's, you know, retargeting and software platforms that it offers. It's really a great solution for educating people about implant care. That's good. Could you walk Rob and I through just a, a, a just a, uh, well, my, my favorite show growing up was Family Ties and there was a classic episode where uh, he did this presentation for his sister of how a bill becomes a law and uh, kind of maybe just walk <laughs> us through a, you know, it'd be always, I think, People are afraid to ask questions sometimes to see seem stupid, but I'm not. I have high self-esteem, so it doesn't bother me. So uh, ha- walk <laughs> us through just I'm just because I'm actually just genuinely curious, uh, without revealing any secret sauce, just how someone yeah. clicks on a Facebook ad and gets into a person's office. You know, yeah. What okay. are the what are the so, steps for that? As soon as you know, there's there's no shortage of people out there that need implants. There's just you're not gonna you're you're gonna there's. Tremendous amount of, of the population that need implants or forage procedures. The trick is, is the trick is getting over their fears and, and, and their challenges of coming into dental practice. So once some, you know, once somebody, you know, on Facebook or Instagram is spending their evenings, you know, just reading through their feed, and they click on an ad. What we can use today with the technology is, in the olden days of the internet, maybe five years ago or, you know, seven years ago. In order for me to keep connecting to you online, I had to get your email address. Well, now I don't have to do that anymore. There's this thing called retargeting, uh, retargeting software that as soon as they click on the website, I can store their information and I can keep going back to that person and sending them more information, which was something that costs $15,000, $20,000 and is a big price point. You have to utilize that because not everyone's ready the first time they see an ad to come into your office. So for our implant forage cases, we have, you know, just when I compare dentistry to what we, we run on the other uh, fields that we work with, in stem cell and physical medicine pain management, I may do one or two ads a week. In dentistry, I run seven or eight ads per client. 
And what I'm doing with that is once somebody clicks on an ad about implants and they go to that page to get more information to learn about what they can do or sign up for a free consult, if they don't do anything, which most of them don't do anything, I can keep going back to that same person now because I've stored their information and I can show them a success story, a patient testimonial, a case study, a video from the doctor, and all of this essentially is building connection. It's, it's showing, hey, listen, there's some social proof. Here's some video testimonials of cases that we work with. Here's a case study of a before and after picture of somebody we work with. Here's the doctor talking about his unique philosophy and practice about how he loves working with implants and how he loves to treat his patients well. And maybe he's telling his story about how he became a dentist and why he loves to focus on implant care, right? Now, all this is being, all this is constantly going on 24 seven. And this person who clicked on the ad maybe three weeks ago, now three weeks later has seen four or five or six ads from you. And they're, they're getting more, they're getting a better connection with you, a better feel for your business. And then when they're finally ready to call you, they'll call the office and then we'll schedule them into the office. So, um, you know, the other thing that the other side of this is that having a fully dedicated person, you know, what we found works best for dentistry is really having a separate call center. So for all of our dental clients, we moved it, we moved, we took off all the follow up off the office and we put it onto our call center. And so what our call center will do is they'll answer the phones, they'll reach out to people and get them scheduled for the, the office. And they spend their entire day just trying to reach out to people that have raised their, you know, raised their hand and said, hey, I'm interested in coming in for a dental implant or I'm interested in coming in for a full arch and they'll get them scheduled into the office and practice. And, and that creates its own challenge, you know. Uh, most patients that need a full arch care, so if somebody's wearing full dentures for a while, they know, they generally know that a full arch is going to cost $25,000, okay? There's no secret to that. They know it's going to be expensive. So when you're trying to get somebody to come in for a full arch case, they know that it's going to be expensive. The challenge is to get them over that fear that it's going to be too expensive for them to get them comfortable with the business and the practice and then showing up in the office. And that's why, you know, having somebody who's fully dedicated, who's educated and to connect with people over the phone and really can connect with our emotions and get them comfortable will increase the show up rates at the office. Does that make sense? No, totally. And I mean, as a, you know, as a clinician who does a fair amount of implant related work and has, I've had a lot of, been very lucky to have some advanced training early in my career. They're not always procedures that I do every day now. Uh, yeah, because it's not re totally responsible, but I'm I'm aware of how it works, and we have an in-house periodontist, so I'm very fortunate. I, I, this is just from a clinician standpoint, or for our listeners to understand. Uh, how, these dentists that you're helping, how do you know? And I know it's not totally responsible, or how do they even know that they can perform the care that you're bringing into their office? Yeah, they it's it's hard. It's it's um, they don't know before a patient presents. And so when we market for, you know, dental implants, somebody, even, the, even the patients sometimes don't even know that they need it. They think they need an implant and they'll come in and need something completely different. Um, or they'll think they'll need it for and they'll come in and need something completely different. It's really, you, you, they have to come in, do initial consultation and find out if they could help them. And if they can't, you know, a lot of our, um, 
a lot of our dentists that do the, you know, they'll play single implants, but when it comes to a full arch procedure, they'll work with a, an oral surgeon and refer out for that that component of it. But they'll still do the case presentation and the sales process, but just refer out for the the more extensive. I mean, that's stuff. awesome because I love collaboration, and you know, I don't know why any dentist would want to do all of their own care in any any. Um, matter but general dentists are usually the you know the gatekeeper of the patient but they can you know, then yeah. refer them accordingly and Absolutely. develop a good relationship with their uh surgical specialist which is just great for uh for everybody involved especially the patient so you know the uh the sometimes i teach a lot of implant courses and uh you know someone who's never done implants will say are, are we going to learn how to do sinus lifts in your course and i'm like uh, we're, we're not going to learn that because it's not responsible <laughs> so for some yeah. reason implants it's hard to uh for me to sh- totally i guess convey it to rob as, a, as an attorney i don't know what rob does that no one knows but i'm, I'm just joking but he he does <laughs> he does his con- contracts torts brief torts the whole thing but um uh you know what i say Stuff to the, like the dentist and my listeners with just total care for them is that for some reason i mean no one would go and say i would like to do full mouth rehabilitations for crowns and when you say how many crowns have you done they've said zero and everyone would say you should start by just doing single straightforward crowns but for some reason with implants uh, Dennis will want to take a course and ask if it will teach them everything in one course and they don't even really do any surgery in their offices or take out teeth. So I just, you know, yeah. I'm trying to be a, a helpful Dr. Nacho in sort of shaping their education because the worst thing that happens is you try something that's too hard in anything in life and give up. And, uh, you know, I just absolutely. think, you know, absolutely. Um, that's just a great opportunity to work, work with people like that. So uh, thanks for uh, sharing that. So James, so really, so yeah. far you've talked about two kind of distinct things. So you guys, you do the marketing, and then you're also involved in the actual sales process, for lack of a better term. Yeah, you've that's, said. That's, yeah. So, so like I said, there's no no shortage of people that need implants. You know, there's not a shortage of them, and there's there is a slight challenge with getting them into the practice. But if you know how to, if you if you know how to effectively communicate build relationship and rapport over the phone, and then schedule correctly, you'll have people showing up. The next challenge you have is essentially the sales process. And so what we did as an agency is we just, we built out a, a sales training module, uh, a, four, a more four-module uh, sales training process to actually show dentists how to do it. And then we've gone on site several times to actually do the sales training in the office. And so what we've seen with, um, I think the biggest challenge that we've seen is the sales process, you know, and getting general, getting um, GPs that are just comfortable with presenting these high case fees. And what I think the one mistake that we've seen is people try to apply the hygiene um, wellness model of sales to selling large implant cases, you know, um, Hey, Rob, just, you know, if you're... Yeah, educate me. GPs, yeah. What do you mean by that? Yeah. So, I mean, the most, most general practitioners, when they when somebody comes in, they start with a hygiene patient, usually. And they'll usually be in the practice for a year. Somebody comes in twice twice a year. They come in for their, their hygiene care. They come in for their cleanings. They may need a cavity, small cavity here and there. Eventually, if they need a crown, they're going to go ahead and do a crown. But when you present a crown case to somebody that's actually been in the practice for two or three years, has trust established, already feels good about the practice and likes the office, 
the sales presentation is different. It is essentially, hey, Mrs. Smith, uh, I know you've been coming to me for a while. You know, we saw that this, that you've had a, uh, a cavity here. We think that it's time to uh, to possibly put a crown on. Um, it's going to be $2,500 or $3,000, whatever that fee is going to be. And essentially, the doctor just presents the fee right then and there, and the patient says, yes, I'll go ahead and do it. And that works for hygiene because the, and that works for a wellness model because the person already has a relationship. But when you start running advertising and marketing and you have a perfect stranger coming into the practice who doesn't know who you are, doesn't have any social credibility, doesn't have any trust established, you can't expect to use that same hygiene wellness model to sell your care. It's got to be designed differently. And that's what we teach and coach people on how to do. I totally agree with you, James. And I see that because... um I mean, I do this on a, a weekly or daily basis in my practice. I love it. And I, I've, you know, done it. It doesn't mean that, you know, when you say that, people say, I'm not doing full arch implant cases every day, but I am definitely talking to full arch implant candidates every day. And I'm having these conversations with them. And it's just a totally different conversation. Many of them have not seen a dentist in over five years. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. that's just a totally different mindset. It's like someone going to a yeah. gym who hasn't been to a gym in five years and yeah. having a conversation with first saying, you know, someone who goes, on a routine basis, and I'm, you know, what I wanted to bring up, because uh, you know, I I can't uh, share the joy of going to dental school with Rob. I, I wish I could, but you know, I, or you, but there's something. I have my stories, There's something, but the uh, what you say is like the, the 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 there's a really, I'll say it, try to say it differently, a really backwards way of training dental students. They almost make us feel bad that patients have to pay money for treatment, and it's totally yeah. insane because yeah, we're helping absolutely. them and they're, they're teaching us that you're helping them get a crown, get a filling, get an implant, but then they don't really, they even do more than ignore the discussion about finances. They weirdly make you feel that it's, you know, the patient is in a situation where they can't afford treatment and it really just messes with your mind. And then when you go in private practice, it's totally different. And, you know, I, I use this example of, you know, just pretend I'm a, a car dealership where you can buy multiple different cars in the same lot. And, I mean, that's that's really what people who do implants are talking about because yeah. uh, you can buy a, uh, you know, a, just using the core examples, Mercedes, uh, Volvo, Honda. But usually you have to go to three different car lots for that. But at a dental office with me, it's like I can, I can provide all of those for you. So uh, they kind of get that a little bit. But most general dentists just don't have the opportunity to do enough of these cases to see uh, the amazing impact it has. And uh, we're changing this world now with things like what you're doing and I'm doing and, and sharing things. It's just um, you're fighting a battle against the dental school training. Yeah, I, you know, I, I go on site, and, and you're right. And what's, what's, what's worse is if you, have an implant, if you have a care coordinator or implant care coordinator, you know, anybody that's presenting fees, if they have those same emotions, uh, if they have those same feelings, that really, really is, it, it, it makes it for a tough sales presentation. It really makes it for, um, it's it creates an extra challenge to increasing your case acceptance and helping more people. I always view it like when I, I'll, every once in a while I'll go on site and I'll, I'll act as an implant care coordinator. I'll actually sell implants. And um, we, I always go into it thinking that like, I know what an implant can do and I know what a full arch can do. It can change somebody's entire life. It can change their self-confidence. It can make them feel like a totally different person 
That's what I'm going in with, and I'm thinking about that. So for me, I'm always thinking about let's change your life and who you are and give you that confidence and give you that smile. And then as a side note here, we'll worry, we'll, we'll work on the finances and make sure that you can afford it. But first, our purpose here is to change your life. And I start with that first, and then I worry about the finances later. And that, it's a great approach, and that's why I, I share with uh, my team and Rob, like, you know, implants are like nachos because they are the best thing ever. And uh, the reason I say that is, and I say this in my 16 years of, of dentisting, I actually do not have any patient that's regretted paying for an implant after it's done from a single no. tooth, from a single no. tooth and overdenture, and it's it's 0% buyer's remorse. So that's why I have the confidence that you're just going to not be upset to spend this, and most yeah. patients and I'm getting more video testimonies myself, I have most patients, uh, they say, I should have done it sooner. And you know that, that's just such a wonderful thing because as a dentist, I don't know if you're aware, many people do not like us. And uh, this is the one opportunity where we can be likable. It's a small opportunity, but we might yeah. as well embrace it. Yeah, and you know, I, I think if there's, if just for the sales cycle, if there's two things I would like to kind of, I, I think two things that any of the listeners will dramatically improve their case presentation and case acceptance and also improve their connection um, with new patients coming in, new implant patients coming in. I, there's, there's two things. If they can add these two things, I think will have a dramatic effect um, on improving their, their case acceptance rates on implant cases. Um, the first thing is, is and this is, this is small, but it's so over, it's, it's overlooked a lot. Just like you said, uh, Paul, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of these patients that, that need these bigger type of cases, it's been a while since they've been to the dentist or they have a fear or aversion. One of the things that I've seen in most of my face-to-face consults on implant cases, majority of the time, the patient has had some sort of previously negative experience in dental practice. And it usually leads them up to, you know, leads them to being uncomfortable coming into a practice and so it's a lot, it's difficult sometimes for them even to walk to the door, you know, because they're either dealing with having a negative experience or they're just slightly embarrassed that they let them, they're embarrassed and they're shameful about letting their, their health go. So what we've implemented for all of our clients is, you know, let's have a tremendous, amazing first day experience. Let's give them an office tour. One of the, one of the key tools that we use is the new patient office tour. Um, after they fill out the paperwork, we take them through the office and we show them the entire practice. We, we introduce them to all the team members. Everybody who's available that's not working on a patient shakes their hands and welcomes them to the business. And then we show them the office and what makes us different about the practice. And we, we, we bring them right into either a consultation room or if there's not a consultation room, we bring them into a dental chair. But just doing a new patient tour and showing them the practice and then having every team member kind of connect with them, say, hi, welcome to the practice. That creates this, like, this, this experience that just becomes different from what they're used to. I mean, they're used to coming in, being rushed to the practice and put right into the dental chair and then, and then ask, like, you know, what type of service you need. Instead, when we give them that new patient tour, we show them around the practice, we introduce them to the team, and we connect with them during that, then that person has an amazing experience on the first day and feels that they, they have a better relationship with us. Does that make sense? Yeah, that really makes sense. And one just small thing I'll add for the listeners and one of my uh, special nacho tips is that uh, 
I actually try to schedule my implant consults on the implant maintenance days for people who've had large cases. And then sometimes I actually have the large case person go into the new person because they're usually such raving fans. I'll say, oh, hey, hey, would you mind doing this? So it doesn't always work out, but when it happens, it's real magic. And I I actually really don't do it. I mean, it sounds like, to be totally genuine, I don't do it so that I can sell more cases. I actually do it because I like to be efficient and they really get it when they see someone who looks like them. Absolutely. I've never had someone with an implant case refuse to be that person. They usually feel very honored to be be that person. Do you do your new patient consults in a consult room, your implant consults in a consult room or a dental chair? we have to do it in the dental chair because there is no okay. option for the other one in our office unless it's just my office okay. where I store the nachos. So uh, okay. I, I have to do that. <laughs> I, if I was designing a practice to start, I probably would do things a little differently. But we've had ours since 1941. So uh, um, it's, okay. it, just, uh, it just has some physical limitations uh, for that. But I think there's a lot of creative ways if people are designing when Rob works, a lot of startups. And I actually believe there's a lot yeah. of merit to thinking about this one specific thing of how you're going to connect with implant we do patients. like we do like if you can if you have a if you have availability to take a room and make it into a consult room just just having them come in do the office tour and then sit down with the implant care coordinator or some team member and doing the consult in a consultation room is so comfortable and it doesn't create any alarms for them they don't they're essentially just having a com- comfortable conversation one-on-one conversation in a consult room we found that like most of the clients that we've, like most clients when they work, when they start with us, we'll train them on that and they'll start doing this process with all of our new patients that we get and then ultimately they start doing it for every new patient. So everybody that comes in, sits down for, uh, goes to the office door and then sits in the consult room and just kind of meets with the implant care coordinator, learns a little bit about the practice, feels connected and then they go off to do their individual treatments or into hygiene if they need to start that way. So. That's a, that's a great idea. The, uh, the second thing that, that if I can recommend in the sales process, which I think will help, is um, moving it from a one-day fee presentation to a two-day. And what I mean by that, in most offices, um, in most offices, person comes in that first day, goes through the, uh, the comprehensive exam, the, the consultation, the comp exam, and then they either shoot a pano or a CT scan. And then in most offices, they'll come gather their notes, go through the treatment, uh, go through uh, what's going to be done. And then the finance coordinator comes in at the very end of that day and presents a $15,000 care plan. Okay. So if the first time, if I always, I always like, I compare this to like meeting somebody at the first time at like a cocktail party. And Paul, we're, you imagine we're at a cocktail party. We've never met before. We're being introduced, you know, and I say, hey, Paul, nice to meet you. And what do you say, Paul? Hey, James, where are the margaritas? <laughs> oh, they're right over there. By the way, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be $15,000 for your implant care. Yeah. You know, we haven't had the opportunity to build a relationship yet. We haven't built any connection. And the very first thing that I'm doing the first day you walk into my practice is I'm overwhelming you with what's going to go on try to explain everything, and then you're leaving that very first day, walking out of the office with a $15,000 price tag. The very first thing you do is you get to the house, you plop it down on that on your counter, the spouse walks in, and what do you think is the very first thing the spouse sees, says to them? 
Yeah, yeah, they weren't there for the presentation. I mean, this is we had a we had a podcast. I'm gonna let uh, Rob bring us home here in a second with a, a final question, because I could talk about this all day. And, and we had a, we had someone talking yeah. about leases once, and Rob, you know, they were really talking Rob's language, and he was just, you know, he could have gone for hours. And I'll just say this: last thing is, I love all that with the one to two, one day to two day uh, treatment con, uh, yeah. fee presentation. Perfect. Patients will a lot of times be so worked up though they want to know this number. And what I usually say to them is, hey. Yeah. Let's just pretend someone else is going to pay for this for you, and uh, I just do not reveal it until I feel comfortable, because I know once they yeah. hear it, they can't unhear it. So uh, I'm I'm uh, totally on on board with that. Yeah, I like I just like doing it. I like the first day about just building connection rapport, and then how and then to say let's let's get all the information, let's develop a treatment program, program, and then when you come back tomorrow or the next day, we'll sit down with you and your spouse and go through what the treatment's going to entail, and then go over the financing. And that kind of leads us into the third component, which is um, financial options, you know, making sure that, that patients have enough financial options. Yeah. So tell us about that. What, how do you, what's your approach with financing? You know, so I, 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 I you know, some offices, when we, when we start with them, when we talk to them, well, who are you working with on the patient financing? It ranges from, you know, everybody pays for the credit card or they pay at the time of service to maybe one, and we all know the most popular company out there. Um, the, the challenge is with these big cases, though, you have to be able to work with a patient care uh, financing company that's going to be able to go to a twenty-five dollars or $40,000 um, case that they will finance. And, and that big one that we all know, what I've found uh, more often is they just don't go high enough on their, their, their financing amount. So maybe do 10000 or 15000 20000 if you're lucky. But on the other side of that is credit scores. You know, they won't go below like a, a 650 or sometimes a 700 on a credit score. Mm-hmm. So one of the challenges you have from a financing is that most of these, a lot of these patients that need this type of care are not the most affluent. They don't have up to dollars $30,000 just sitting in a bank account at home. And so we really need to be able to give them a financial options or financing options that are going to work with their credit and then also go high enough on the fees. And so that's why, you know, we started working with Green Sky probably about 12, almost 12 months ago. And we, we send all of our, our clients uh, to Green Sky. And one of the things that I love, there's a couple of things I love about Green Sky, but the one thing is, especially on these bigger cases, they will approve a 45 or 53, you know, $50,000 case um, on these higher cases. They'll approve those. And the second thing that I like about them, there's really three things, but the second thing is um, I like the Green Sky will work with a lower credit score. So it'll usually go down to a 600 or even a 580 as far as the credit score on a single applicant. And then the last thing I like is that the fees are, are usually less. I think uh, I think it's roughly around 10% as far as the cost of the office, I think which is less than what some of the major patient uh, financing uh, programs are out there so that's those are really the three reasons why i like green sky uh and we and most of our clients now on the implant side almost everybody has been using them and then clients pretty much clients that are in other niches of healthcare, like pain management and stem cell regenerative medicine they're using green sky as well so i I don't know if, if your listeners know about green sky but i'll just give you some background history with them if um if you went to lowe's or home depot over the last few years and you did any type of um, housing project or, or home home improvement project, 
that was financed probably by Green Sky. They do in general about five, I think, billion, five billion um, in financing per year. And they recently, probably about three years ago, branched off into into healthcare. So they've been in healthcare for the last uh, three years. I think this year they're they're looking to probably do about a billion in financing. So they're growing fast in this market and in this field. And they're an incredible company to work with. They really are. That's good to know. I mean, it says a lot. Obviously, your your business depends on your ability to to deliver that third piece. And so it's good to hear that you have have the confidence uh, in, in their ability to, uh, to, to work with you. Uh, that's great, James. Well, thanks, uh, thanks so much for uh, being on the show today. Uh, if people want to uh, contact you, how's the, what's the best way to do that? Yeah, I wanted to, t- I want to give a, a couple pieces of information for people who want to contact us. Obviously, if you want to reach iVelocity Marketing, you're looking to do more implant or, or for our cases, we'd love to sit down and just learn a little bit about your business and your practice. So our, our number is 1-800-450-2819. Uh, my email address is James Roman, J-A-M-E-S-R-O-M-A-N at iVelocity Marketing. It's I-V-L-O-C-I-T-Y marketing.com. And then if you'd like to contact Screen Sky, if you're looking to do more of these larger cases and you're, uh, you're looking to work with a, a financing option that's going to give you, allow you to do more of these bigger cases while at the same time working with lower credit scores, really reach out to Green Sky. Uh, contact over at Green Sky is Brett Wallacey. Uh, he is my rep and a national rep for Green Sky. His contact information is 702-324-1221. And his email address is Brett, B-R-E-T-T, dot Wallaceever, W-A-L-I-S-E-V-R, at greenskycredit.com, okay? And if, I, and if we can, I'll probably include a link to get access to him on this podcast. I'll give it to Paul and Rob as well. Yeah, we'll put that up uh, on the show notes for sure. And I guess if, uh, if you reach out to Brett, you know, tell him that James sent you, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. They're, they're, they're yeah. clever. I mean, I think that's just really what you're doing is awesome. And, uh, you know, I th- going back to your beginning part, about you know value of real world mentorship you know which is what we're trying to share with our listeners um we're excited for the uh, dental amigos in september 21st 22nd for those of the listeners uh it, the live part is almost sold out but the um live stream with dr pasquale venuti who's just like a master chef of composites and crown preps everything that uh dentists love as well as some implant work uh check us out and uh sign up for the live stream you get ce credit for the live stream and you'll get a free copy of the recordings uh just check out the dental amigos.com hey, thanks james thanks All for right, being here james guys. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to another great podcast with the Dental Amigos. And don't forget to tune in next time to have the dental business demystified. If you're looking for more information about today's podcast, you can find it on the dentalamigos.com. If you're looking for Paul, you can find Paul at drpaulgoodman.com. And if you're looking for Rob, you can find him at yourdentallawyer.com. This podcast has been sponsored by Orange Line Media Group, helping dentists and other professionals create content people love. Find out how we can help you take your business to the next level at www.orangelinemg.com. Till next time.